platform for an in-depth look in economic matters with leaders and decision makers. This is BizTalk. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our special program, Riding the Waves of the Hainan Free Trade Port, brought to you by CGTN and SSTV. I'm Zhong Shi. As Hainan goes full throttle to achieve independent customs operation by the end of 2025, we take a look at the immense achievements made and the great potential we can all look forward to. Joining me on our special program are Yu Tao, Director of the Research Center for Hainan Free Trade Port with Chinese Characteristics at the National Institute for South China Sea Studies. Mr. Yu, welcome. We also have Zhang Hongguang, Director General of Development Bureau of Yangpu Free Trade Port Zone. Also, we have Charlie Ho, Senior Director of Tapestry China Travel, Retail, and Hainan Business. And last, certainly not least, we have Ding Ke, General Manager of Blumich Biotechnology Hainan. Fantastic to have all of you. All right, for the first part of our discussions today, I do want to talk about the policy support, the policy framework, and the innovation that is currently being undertaken here in Hainan. And for that, I want to go to Mr. Yu first. Mr. Yu, obviously, for the last five years, we've seen a lot of progress, including the policies that have been implemented here in Hainan. We're talking about everything. How would you assess the overall achievement of the policy framework in Hainan? Okay, um, as you know, the purpose of building this largest free trade port with Chinese characteristics is to build a shared future for mankind and also to support the economic globalization. So what's the fundamental way and method? Actually, the central government states very clearly that we have to align with the global economic and trade rules. As you may know, RCEP is one of them. CPTPP, DEPA, those economic rules that the Hainan Free Trade Port should align with. If we, we describe in one sentence, for the past five years, what our policy framework is, I think the sentence is zero tariff, low tax rate, and simple tax system. Mm. Combined with five free and convenient flow, and plus one secure and orderly flow. Actually, I want to make clear is, you know, people are really um, need to understand different stage of building this free trade pot. Mm. We build this free trade pot, in my understanding, stage by stage, step by step. Actually, it is four different stage. The first stage, as we just mentioned, is from 2018 to 2020. So this is the designing period. The second period is from 2020 to 2022. We have three, 13 different industry parks, you know, include Yangpu, and Boao and uh, Lingshui. So those 13 uh, different industry parks only account for the land area of Hainan, only 2%. But they contribute 40% tax revenues and 50% uh, investment mm. of the whole Hainan for last year, 2022. So that's the second stage. Now we are in the third stage. From the beginning of 2023 to the end of 2025. Mm. So this is... Uh, uh, pressure testing period. We need to uh, specifically align with those uh, global uh, international uh, trade rules. Mm. And the fun, finally, we have the first period. It's the year after 2025. We're going to have the full scale of our uh, policies for free trade port. Uh, as I just mentioned, the five convenient flow, uh, or we say liberalization and facilitation for trade and investment. 
cross-border cash flow uh, for uh, people entry and exit, also for transportation uh, in and out. And finally, for the uh, data, we have the secure and uh, orderly uh, data transfer. So those are the framework uh, we're going to have in this moment and after year 2025, so this different period. So how to uh, make uh, our sustainable development for the future of building this high free trade port? On one hand, we should uh, align with those economic and trade rules globally. And on the other hand, we need to look back our uh, particular uh, conditions mm. and try to find a way to combine the international rule with our local mm. uh, uh, situation. Amidst the ever-changing tides of the global economy, it has become paramount to expedite our adaptation to a new era of international trade and economic regulations. By selectively trialing international policies, Hainan has gained a competitive edge as a globally recognized platform for trade. Hainan's forward-thinking policy system grants China the power to proactively shape economic and trade regulations along with international standards. This strategic advantage enables China to seize the initiative and solidify its position as a key player in formulating these pivotal rules, ultimately amplifying its influence in global economic affairs. Ms. John, something tells me that you will echo a lot of what Mr. Yu said just now about the benefits that Hainan has implemented for businesses like Charlie's, like Mr. Ding's. I want to get your take also on the framework of policies that have been implemented here in Hainan and in your research, in your understanding, just how attractive are these policies? Uh, so, you know, we have uh, five uh, theories in uh, for facilitation and uh, liberalization. Uh, that is uh, trade, investment, transportation, capital flow, and entry and exit of people, and uh, the safe and orderly flow of uh, data. So I come from uh, a Yampu free trade port zone. We have the demonstration zone, a free trade zone. We have uh, implemented many policies, first uh, in a Yampu bounded zone. And the most important one is the value added, uh, duty-free uh, policy. Mm. That is, uh, when you import raw materials from outside and you process in Hainan province, and if you uh, output those uh, products into the rest of China, and you can be duty-free uh, of the raw materials. So this policy can give many uh, benefits to the corporations around the Hainan province. Mm. And now we have uh, clustered um, uh, more than 40 enterprises around in healthy food processing now in Yangpu development zone. And the total, it has a uh, 10 billion. It, it is a very accelerating uh, region. Understood. Um. Mr. Ding, both you and Charlie are pioneers in a way that you are very aware of the Hainan, what the Hainan Free Trade Report can offer. And you have established a presence here in Hainan, hoping to reap the benefits of those early on policies. Can you share with us what your company does yeah. in Hainan? Because you're not in retail like Charlie is what your company does here in Hainan, and how have those policies directly affected your business 
uh, yes, actually, uh, in the year 2020, we noticed that you know uh, Hainan Free Trade Port uh, published the new policy. Uh, we believe that is an innovation policy for China. I believe that uh, is an innovative pilot areas to more open to the world, more closely tight uh, the interactive with the business with other countries and with a low tax rate but high efficiency. So we learned of that policy. Uh, that policy, we, we believe that is a benefit our strategy of the Bloomage Biotech is growing. We are growing with uh, new drivers. New drivers means that uh, we would like to develop new business, uh, new areas. So we make the decision uh, to set up an industrial park in Hainan and make the three major strategy for Bloom Age to, set to Hainan. We would like to grow with Hainan together. The strategies are we would like to set up the regenerative uh, medicine business, medical devices business, and for the international business in Hainan. That are new areas, new business for Bloom Age. Hainan is gearing up to establish independent customs operations by the end of 2025, a crucial milestone in its ambitious FTP plan. The ultimate goal is to elevate Hainan Island into a globally influential and high-level free trade port. However, the path to success hinges on carefully considered management and thoughtful execution. While the Hainan Free Trade Port promotes the free flow of goods and services between Hainan and other countries beyond China's borders, it's essential to strike a balance by implementing smart controls. Opening the door to more free trade must be done responsibly and with due consideration for potential risks. Simultaneously, maintaining a close connection between Hainan FTP and the Chinese mainland is equally vital. Weakening this connection would compromise the port's vitality and the dynamic economic exchange it fosters. And for now, I want to head into the second part of discussions today, talking about the independent customs operation that is scheduled to take place by the end of 2025. A lot remains to be done. Mr. Yi, do you agree that there are still some areas that we need to focus on, for example, infrastructure building, um, the convenience of getting around on the island of Hainan, and also what else remains to be done in this period, the third period, as you mentioned, that we are currently undergoing? Definitely. We should try to make cooperation with those three famous free trade ports, mm. like Hong Kong. Our province government have already announced that we are going to have a close cooperation with Hong Kong in the area of service trade, because Hong Kong is very professional in service trade. In this new era, trading service 
is a very important sector for economic growth. And our advantage, our whole nation's advantage, is in trading goods. So we need to improve our st uh, standard and ability to do the trading service. So in Hainan, we need to cooperate with Singapore, with Hong Kong, to improve our standard of offering those trading services. Four leading main industries is clearly saying on the overall plan. First one, number one, tourism. Second one, modern service, the retail, modern service industry. Third one, high-tech industry. Fourth one, efficient uh, tropical agriculture. Those are the four important industries. Those are the business opportunities within it. And on the other hand, three major consumption returns. That's a very important point. Three major consumption returns is the key uh, part, a very important target for building this free trade pot. The first one is education consumption return. You know, we have Lingshui Industrial Park. This uh, September, we're going to have the first university from Germany, Belfield uh, University. Mm. So this is uh, the first uh, uh, events in our uh, education reform history. Mm. And second, we need to have the medicine, medical return, as our guests doing the business related about this uh, medical service. I call it three same time. Mm. What means three same time is, uh, in the same time, we can have the medical equipment. Mm. In the same time, we can have the medicines. Mm. And also in the same time, we can have the medical service mm. compared with the international market. And third one is uh, the duty-free shopping industry. Mm. As you just know, it's very famous here because we have the uh, hundred thousand. Charlie will be very. Yeah, happy we, have the hundred, really well. we have the hundred. We have the hundred thousand amount. This is the very unique policy. You know, could that amount even be enlarged to be elevated? Of course, after the independent customer operation, maybe you know everything is possible. Um, and I, I want to come to Charlie now because you had a big grin when he talked about the possibility of even um, a larger duty-free shopping quota here, which is possible mm -hmm. after two thousand twenty-five. Charlie, what are your expectations after 2025? We're obviously talking about um, more retail numbers, better retail numbers for your company. Uh, what are you imagining now? You can see in uh, Sanya, the big mix, uh, the uh, Taigu already uh, tapped into Hainan market. It's not only for the traditional delivery. It's like Mr. Yu said, is after 2025, the whole island to be become a duty-free uh, whole environment. Uh, maybe for some uh, traditional um, shopping mall, they will, the consumer will pay uh, uh, consumption uh, tax, uh, but compared to the mainland, uh, still have a lot of pricing advan advantage. For me, one thing is we need to enhance is our shopping environment and also the services because now it uh, really depends on the duty-free pricing. It's really compared to, to domestic, it's around 15% saving for consumers. From the 1,035 kilometer railway linking China to Laos, facilitating connectivity and boosting economic growth in the landlocked Southeast Asian countries. To the joint China-Saudi Arabia photovoltaic project to harness renewable energy in the oil-dependent kingdom. The Belt and Road Initiative has come a long way since it was first proposed in 2013. 
complementing the development strategies of partner countries and building on their existing strength. The Belt and Road Initiative, linking the world in the pursuit of common prosperity for humanity. The ambitious transformation of Hainan into a free trade port is poised to fortify connections with both the Chinese mainland and the broader global landscape. As a key intersection of the Belt and Road Initiative, Hainan places paramount importance on fostering high-quality Belt and Road cooperation with the ASEAN region. Last year, with the successful implementation of the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership or RCEP agreement, Trade between China and ASEAN exceeded 6.52 trillion RMB, reflecting an impressive 15% year-on-year growth. This achievement marked the third consecutive year of mutual distinction as each other's largest trading partner. And for now, I want to go into our next part of our discussions today about Hainan and its position on the Belt and Road Initiative. And Hainan's international cooperation. Of course, some of our guests already touched upon this topic in their answers today. But I do want to come to Miss Don first about how the Hainan Free Trade Port aligns with the objectives with the Belt and Road Initiative. How does Hainan fit into this grand picture of the Belt and Road Initiative? Uh, Hainan has a very good position. It is close to the Indian Sea and the Pacific Sea. And it is a, is a very important uh, nexus of the Western Land Sea Corridor and the 21st, marine, 21st <coughs> century maritime Silk Road. So it is the most nearest to the ASEAN countries. Uh, and you know that now ASEAN countries has become the, uh, the biggest trade partner of China. So we should... Uh, Align to those ASEAN countries to make the business uh, enhanced together. And Hainan is a very big position to connect the domestic and the international market together. And with the duty free, the tariff system, and many business environmental uh, management, uh, Hainan has uh, grasped uh, many attractions from abroad. Um, so we have a great confidence in Hainan Freeport area. Mm. We are, of course, marking the 10th anniversary of the Belt and Road Initiative. Charlie, I want to come to you now. How do you feel that Hainan has actively pursued cooperation in economic ties with international organizations, other countries, especially those that have signed on to the Belt and Road Initiative? Do you feel that Hainan is consciously increasing cooperation because we already have a, a very ambitious blueprint there. It makes the cooperation sensible with countries. I think Hainan is not, not only in China now, uh, it's very famous, it's also globally. Hainan already held uh, three expo in past three years. Personally, I go to every time. So I see from the beginning, joint venture company or foreign company, the quantity compared to the recent one is almost a double. And also through the category-wise food and beverage and also the cosmetic, fashion, and in this year we also have the car. So you can see a different 
categories company want to go to the Hainan, whatever for for seeking the opportunity or have some um, uh, manufacturing uh, set up here. Another one in very important thing is the, the policies of uh, how to attract the young talent here. Uh, many, many young graduate uh, students wish to go to Hainan, especially for the tier three, tier four citizens. I'm fully confident for, mm. for the development. I, I, I come here already one year. I am really, you know, inspired by, you know, the efficiency. Even compared to, to some, you know, the biggest city, Beijing, Shanghai. It's always interesting to me that when people talk about Hainan, they talk about it being a good workplace, about the opportunities here, but it's simply a very nice place to live in. And Mr. Ding, I was wondering, when it comes to the um, international opportunities Hainan has to offer, are you pursuing, are you eyeing other opportunities with foreign companies at this point? And um, might they be um, countries from the Belt and Road uh, Initiative? Yes, of course, you know, um, for the business, uh, businessman, otherwise uh, for the enterprise pursues means uh, potential and opportunities. So we believe that we can benefit from the policy, we benefit from the uh, special areas. So we set up the business here and we persuade our partners and investors I believe that uh, Hainan will have, have a very high potentials. The talent pursues the working opportunities. So we are attracting more talents comes to Hainan and working for Hainan companies and developing the business. That is a cycle. Uh, besides a very good marketing environment and the living environment, we have a very good setup. But in the future, we are still pursuing new opportunities cooperating with new partners, uh, new uh, you know, uh, players to set up in Hainan and develop Hainan together. Uh, to develop Hainan is not only for uh, enterprise, it's not only for the talent, it's for the all of the you know, areas for the government, for the enterprise, for the talent to work together mm. to build up for that. Mm. In the first five months of this year, ASEAN continued to be China's primary trading partner with a remarkable total import and export volume of 2.59 trillion RMB. This reflected a substantial growth rate of 9.9% compared to the previous year. The dynamic and resilient economic ties between China and ASEAN have not only fostered regional integration, but also ensured stability in the global supply chain injecting fresh impetus into both global and regional economic recovery. As Hainan undergoes its momentous transformation into a free trade port, new vistas for deepening trade relations between China and ASEAN emerge. The pivotal development lays the groundwork for enhanced collaboration, opening new avenues for seamless trade flows, and fortifying the economic ties between these two vital regions. As we get closer to the end of our discussions today, I do want to come to Mr. Yunao. When we talk about a favorable external environment for the development of the Hainan Free Trade Port, we have many. We have the RCEP being in effect now. We have, of course, the Belt and Road Initiative now into its 10th year. All of these are beneficial, favorable external links that Hainan can take advantage of. When we talk about that next stage of internationalization, for Hainan, where are we going? What are the directions for Hainan? 
do I focus on increasing cooperation with RCEP signatory countries, or do I increase and cement my ties with Belt and Road countries? How, how, does, this, how does this factor? I think, as you just mentioned, regional comprehensive economic partnership is a very important uh, area of free trade agreement. And Hainan, within this RCEP, we are in the middle point, right? You know, if you look at the, the map, we are actually in the middle point. Above us, we have the mainland part of China. We have Japan and Korea. And under our direction is the ASEAN country and the, the Australia and uh, New Zealand. For BRI, actually, we do have a specific position mm. for Hainan mm. to import the construction of BRI. One key word, mm. connecting point. Mm. We have five connecting points to build with. The first connecting point is for policy. And second point, we are the connecting point for funding. Another important connecting point is for trade. It's also related with the foreign investment. The fourth connecting point, as our guest just mentioned, infrastructure. The final point is people's heart connecting. Mm. It's very simple. People's heart connecting is very simple, but it's very important. Communicating is very important. Like Boa Forum, like, other, like today's program, we are trying to have a people's connecting you know, exactly. way to tell the foreign investors, even also our domestic enterprise and talents that come to Hainan to share this wonderful opportunity. So uh, BRI and the RCEP are also very, both very important for Hainan to make our a clear rule, to make our contribution on those two important uh, strategies. Mm. Thank you so much for reminding us why we're doing this special program. All right, everyone, with that, we come to the end of our special program. As one of the country's major opening up measures, China plans to build the whole of Hainan into a globally influential free trade port by the middle of the century. And with the generous help, expertise, and analysis from my guests, we just got a glimpse into what that might look like in the future as we continue to witness and monitor the transformative changes happening right here on this beautiful island. On behalf of the entire team from CGTN and SSTV, we thank you so much for tuning in. I'm Zhong Shi. Goodbye.